You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Lindsay, and this is... I'm Lauren. And we're Trash Pandas, here to talk about (laughs) all of the trashy reality TV and things that are trending right now. Um, So, Lauren... What have you been hooked on this week? What have you been what have you been watching? What have you been doing? Okay, so everyone knows that we're getting ready to ramp up to see the final uh reunion episode of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. And so there was a leaked episode. Uh, it was like 10 hours long, like 10 and a half hours long, and I watched every fucking minute of it. It's raw like, footage, right? Raw footage, yeah. So yeah. that was insane it was real rough (laughs) you took one for the team girl I did I watched it so you guys don't have to so we'll be talking about that in a couple weeks when that all comes up um and then I also started that um the trials of of um Fernandez the the Gabriel Fernandez Gabriel Fernandez yeah I started watching that holy tearjerker okay so that one is a uh, documentary on Netflix. And I actually, I watched that like right when it first came out and trigger warning for anybody that is like, I mean, obviously we're all very sensitive to child abuse, but anybody who's maybe experienced it, like it is very rough to watch. Um, but it kind of takes a different take on the whole thing, right? Because they, What's interesting is the prosecutor in that case decided to go after those social workers for like failing to do their job in right. this case, right? Yeah. I watched uh, it a while ago, so I don't totally remember. No, it totally is. Like I started watching it today, so I haven't gone through the entire thing because each episode is like an hour long and I think there's like seven or eight episodes to it, but it is definitely a tearjerker. They do go after the social workers for not uh, reporting things properly and, and like lost documents and stuff like that. It's actually really freaking good. I really like it so far just because I like true crime things and stuff like that. And hopefully maybe one day in the future we can do a like full on uh, episode about some true crime stuff coming up too. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do true crime. That one is just particularly heavy. It is super uh, heavy, so I'm not trying to, like, make that our first one. <laughs> yeah, please don't, like, because that one is really <laughs> awful. I watch a lot of true crime, and that one is particularly awful. I always want to say Aaron Hernandez, and that was a different one. Not that one, same. that one also good. Also really good. Also really good. Yeah, right. So, other than that, I watched that 10 hours of 90 Day Fiance, and... Holy crap. That was just, it's so it was funny a- because I sent Lauren the link. I was like, hey, this just leaked. I was like, check it out. You know, she was and- like download it before they delete it. And I did immediately. And I should not have done I that. mean, everyone was full on expecting TLC to get on there and delete it right away. It's not deleted. It's still on there. Yeah. Like You can find it online if you're very interested in seeing the raw footage of the 90 day before the 90 day reunion footage. But from what Lauren tells me, it was very rough. Lots of talking over each other, talking over each other, uh, name calling a lot of, you know, trashy trash that I love, but also <laughs> like, holy crap. That was just a lot. Yeah. I'm going to wait for the edits on that one. Yeah. 
So, so speaking of 90 days. Yeah. So speaking of the 90 days. So this week, what I was really into was um, I'm a huge fan of Chrissy Teigen and she loves trashy TV. So she <laughs> she asked fans to Photoshop her into David of David and Lana's uh, dating website pictures. <laughs> so we'll post some of those on um, our Trash Panda Facebook page. They are hilarious. I love stuff like that. There are pictures of David like 20 years ago, like pre-toupee. And, and it's like him and like a Corvette. And a nice fancy like, car. Like leaning back <laughs> on the car. Like looking all David. I don't even know. Oh God, I love it. Whatever. But <laughs> super hilarious that somebody photoshopped Chrissy Teigen into these pictures. So I was, this week, that was my, I loved it. That was my <laughs> pop culture moment. I loved it. So, oh my gosh, 90 day before the 90 day this week had a major twist. Yeah. So let's just dive right in. Let's talk about it's Jeff and Varia or Joss. Joss, Joss Varia. Jeff, Jeff and Varia. They so, are one of my favorite couples just because they are such hot messes. And well, I'm so conflicted because um, it's good TV. It's really good TV. But knowing what I know about his assault charges and his abuse charges, his kidnapping charges, his rape charges, his drug charges. He's just riddled with charges. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I don't. I don't want to see him on my screen. He's a POS. I just don't want to see it. But I'm just... I don't want to hear his side of the story, but what I would love to just hear is Varia. Yeah, I would love to hear what Varia has to say. I would love to see what Varia actually has to say now that this is all over. So since CLC is still airing it, we're still going to cover um, this storyline. So what happens is, is uh, Varia turns down Jeff's proposal in the last episode. And he heads back to Tennessee, to Knoxville, Tennessee. And he's basically like, I'm done with her. Like, she's not ready to get married. She said no. And therefore, yeah. And I don't want to be with her anymore. She didn't really love her so much. She didn't say no. She just said not right now. So she didn't say no. Um, But anyways, he heads back and he is like going back to Knoxville with like, the idea like this is completely over so he's not answering her messages he's not talking to her at all and Vari even says this like I've tried getting hold of him you know for the past couple weeks and he's just not responding to anything so in the meantime TLC is following him and we see like basically as soon as he gets back he starts dating Mary And Mary is like one of his friends that we've seen before Mm -hmm. that he has like conversations with during this about Varia. Right. So it's really interesting that that dynamic, how that changed. 
And I didn't understand like where that came from, but I guess like when they did like a little bit of like a flashback of their conversation and she was like, why not me? I was like, oh yeah, I forgot all about this girl. Yeah. So they did. Yeah. They did that flashback to her and I was just like, okay, desperate. First of all, second of all, like you're, you're coming in second. He came, he went to Russia and proposed to girl. She said no. And so now he's coming home to date you. Yeah. So not about that. Not, not great. So, but it was really funny. I want to, uh, so Varya in all of this is saying like, they're flashing back to Varya and she's like, Jeff's not answering my tax. And I made a huge mistake. And, you know, I, I should have said, yes, I'm going to go like get my man. And so she's already ramping up to the fact that we're like, are we going to see her go to America in this episode? Which I was <laughs> like flabbergasted because that w- that has not been leaked at all online and i'm like right. and I-, I expected that to be the first thing leaks like crazy so anyways she's saying like how she uh she made a big mistake and i'm like no girl you dodged a bullet like you dodged a big bullet. time yeah and i like her i don't know there's something charming about her i like her she's, she's very sweet, sweet. yeah she- you know, it seems like she really likes to have a lot of fun and she had like cool dates set up for them. Like when they went to the like sauna area, like doing all slapping with all the, the leaves and stuff. Like it was very cute and it seemed like she genuinely really liked him. Right. But dodged a bullet. So anyway, so flashback to Knoxville, they're showing Jeff once he got, when, when he gets home and he's going on a date with Mary and I wrote this down because it was so funny. They're walking into the bar to have their date. And the bar's name is, hold on. Uh, the bar's name is Water to Wine. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so good. Like, Water and Wine. Love it. That's a great bar name. I know, I'm right? I'm so down for that. I think that's great. And I love so, wine bars. Yeah. So, that was really funny. So they go on a date and they decide then like they're going to be exclusive. So Mary's, you know, Jeff's like, I'm looking for my my life partner. And like, I really want somebody to settle down with, yada, yada, yada. And Mary's like, yes, I'm on the same page with you. But... The one caveat is I have to know that everything between you and Varya is done. And he's like, yeah, it's totally done. Like, I'm not talking to her anymore. And, and I will when say. When he showed that, I thought he was lying at first because he kept kind of like looking around. I did and I too. Like, he and he's so sketchy that it made me think that he was lying. But then Varya b- backed it up. Barbie yeah, was like, she yeah, said that no, they hadn't he, talked in like three and a half weeks. Right, right, right. He hasn't been talking to her. So, holy crap. This is like the spoiler of the, if you haven't seen this, go spoiler. watch it. But Varya, the next time we see Varya, she's in an airport in the United States. And she's like, I'm going to go get my man back. <laughs> She's like, like surprise. Yeah, surprise. I'm here. I'm in America. I'm going to go knock on Jeff's door. He doesn't know that I'm here. And which that blows my mind. I would never do that. 
if okay. a guy doesn't respond to you for three and a half weeks, do not <laughs> hop on a plane and go to a different country and show up at his house. Probably a bad idea. All I can say about that is TLC producers worked some magic because one, how did she even, I'm sorry, I'm such a skeptic, but how did she get her pass or like the, her like visa approved that quickly within right. like a two week amount of time? Then, okay, so we see her in America and we see her going to Jeff's house and like she's talking to her Uber driver about how she's going to go get her man back and like yada, yada, yada. And how she hopes he proposes again because he proposed the first time. So why wouldn't he propose the second time? And she shows up at Jeff's house. And Jeff has like these two huge like mastiffs or like something like these huge dogs. Yeah, I think they were mastiffs. And when she gets out of the van, they don't bark. They don't. I said that too. So Varya's showing up with a whole production crew. of all of these people and her and the dogs are like what up girl like (laughs) I said the same thing I was watching with my friends I had a couple of friends over yesterday and I had my roommates sitting out there because I I forced them to watch trash with me and we're sitting there and I was like all I could think about was that these dogs did not respond at all and I was like what good dark guard dogs you have and they're gigantic dogs usually they have like a lot of bark to them and they were outside like they yeah they, were, like, they watched them they don't up. they don't like run up to her like they're just like very like nonchalant like Ben you know like eh, we've seen this chick before <laughs> so but Okay, so Varia goes and knocks on the door, and Jeff opens the door, and it's his eyes, and he's like, "You can like, tell that he is just shocked, or or he's acting like it because you know he's an actor too, right? right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. okay. So she shows up, and she's like, "Hi," and she like tries to hug him and like kiss him on the lips, and he's kind of like, Neh. and then out from like. <laughs> the depths of hell comes Mary and she's like what are you doing here and then it's like what are you doing here yeah (laughs) she's like why is she here like girl he hasn't talked to you in almost a month uh so my friend Jordan just posted she said worst guard dogs ever she fucking pet them (laughs) she did she did she did she was like good doggies okay but I just have to say that I was doing some like research on this today and so Varia posted on her Instagram like how um it was a genuine surprise because when she showed up at the door that um Jeff and Mary weren't mic'd up so that's what Varia says, but I, right. I'm going to have to disagree because I heard him just fine. I he heard him sound, just fine too. He sounded guess, like he was I don't on know much mic. about microphones or anything like that. You know, yeah. they can pick yeah. up pretty well from a little bit of a distance, but it yeah. seemed like it wasn't like muffled in any way, shape or form. No, so. it seemed totally fine. And like, even his reaction, like somebody, I, I'm like this 90 day fiance group and they had the picture of Jeff opening the door and his face is like, (laughs) yeah. And they were like, they were like, caption this picture. And I, I wrote, I was like, I'm so glad the TLC producers set this up so I can get more airtime because, (laughs) because they're about to dump his ass anyway. 
So, uh, yeah, he's not, he doesn't appear in the reunion. Like, spoiler alert, sorry, you all know that. Maybe you don't know, but TLC dumped him for the reunion and basically is like wiped their hands clean of him because of they got significant backlash as they should um, for hiring or not hiring, I guess, but following. Well, they are getting paid. They they do get paid. Don't they get paid to like they get like TLC pays for them to go to where they're going. Yeah. It, it's like a lot of these people are doing it because it's what's funding them being able to go. Right. You know, yeah. and like uh, when I, from what I understand and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody knows, but from what I understand, even when they do like 90 day fiance the other way, like the people who are in another country, they don't get paid. Yeah. But the people who are in America do get paid. So when they do 90 Day Fiance, the original one, where everyone's coming here, then they both get paid. Is that... I would have That's to look what into, I, I would have to look into that more. Only because I'm thinking... I want to look into that more. I'm only... I'm thinking back to, like, Jenny and Summit. And remember, Jenny, like, drained her savings to go to India. She did. And she was, like, worried about running out of money. Like, that was, like, a storyline. Like, I'm... I'm screwed, basically. Well, I don't necessarily know if they get paid, like, all in one lump sum. Yeah, that's true. Day. Or maybe, like, their contract after their, their contract. Right. Like, and, you and have to appear at the reunion. You have The reason why I assume that they get paid at the end of it is because they have, like, you know, um, like, contracts saying that they won't leak information. Oh, that's you know? true. So if they do that, then they're void of their contract, which means they shouldn't be paid for it. That is true. And you know what? Um, Baria actually, when she wrote that thing about how that was like a genuine surprise and like they weren't mic'd up, somebody had asked her in the comments, so who did he choose? You or Mary? And she wouldn't answer it. So right. that could be, yeah. that could very well be the case. Um, but interesting to see where that heads next week. I don't know. He's such a piece of garbage. Yeah. I hate that I want to know about this story. But I do. And like I said, I would love to just hear like Varia's take on. I just want to see where it ends. And I was surprised in that 10 hours that I watched, again, spoiler alert, um, that I thought for sure that if they didn't bring back Jeff, that they would at least bring bring back Varia because it's not it's not her. Yeah, she's not at fault for what Jeff did. And she was unaware of everything he did before she he even got there. So it's like she should at least be given an opportunity to, to speak. Yeah, what happened on her end? Right, right, right. You know. So I mean, yeah, I'm actually that surprised is. that they didn't at least get her because that is, I mean, that is a driving storyline, and I think people are genu- genuinely interested in le- in at least hearing Varia. Right. Um. Because, like I said, Varia is endearing. She's charming. I like her. Like I, like I would, her. I would go get drinks with her. Like she seems fun. She does seem fun. She always has like really, like I said before, she kind of has like that fun loving personality. Yeah. It's written all over her. She has a great time and it's like, I would love to hang out with that girl. Yeah. You know? Like she seems super cool. So, so next week we're going to find out whether or not they actually keep will. talking or how it, I want to see her hash it out with Mary. Like really bad. I am so excited because they showed a preview of them like yelling at each other. Yeah. Like, no, like, you don't oh, talk to me. I want. You don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what I want. This is a mess. 
Jerry, Jerry Springer level trash. <laughs> okay. Maybe not that cool. Maybe not that far, but maybe not Jerry Springer level. But okay. Cool. Okay. So next couple, Tom and Darcy, dear Lord, Tom, dear Lord, Tom. Okay. So Tom, we see him. He's back in New York City. He's visiting his friend Hammy. Um, and he's like, I've known Hammy for so many years, and Hammy just really knows who I am, and he'll give it to me straightforward about Darcy. And so he goes and has drinks with his his friend named Hammy, and Hammy like is hilarious because Hammy like pretty much tells him like you're a jerk. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like he just he's dumps like, on him the entire time. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you should just leave Darcy alone. Like, just leave it alone. He's, he's like, like, when are you gonna settle down and stop chasing women around? I know. Like, and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, karma's a bitch. That's what he said to him. I was like, oh snap! I was like, Hammy does tell it real. He wasn't real, lying though. about that. So. Boring, boring, boring. Uh, then we see Darcy with her girls and they're doing like facial masks and it's just like super cute. Like I love Darcy with her girls and um, I do Darcy too, but I have to say though, like her struggling with that mask, I was living for that the entire time. Like every five seconds, she's like Dude, putting it back on. It's like in her mouth. It's the <laughs> silence of the lamb's mask. Like you're wearing somebody else's face I'm like <laughs> what are you doing and her girls are like you look like Barbie I'm like I look good no she looks like she's trying to wear somebody else's it's face. like lopsided and she's having like she's struggling so hard it's in her mouth or it's like covering oh, her no. eye <laughs> like Dorothy you are such a mess and I love it because it's like the best mess like oh in that I, moment I love her so much and you know what I have the utmost respect for her because of how her relationship is with her girls. Like they are so sweet with her and Mm -hmm. they are just like, mom, you're going to find somebody like they're very supportive. It'll, it'll be. And like, they're so supportive of her and you can just tell, like she has just like a good relationship with them and it seems very genuine. They seem super cute. And I just, I love their little family. Like I'm like, I'm like, I get like all like, like, you don't need a man when I'm like watching her with her girl, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're like super sweet with her. And they're like, you know, everything happens for a reason, mom. And this just wasn't it. And she's like, yeah, the last two weren't it. And I think the older girl was like, yeah, the last couple weren't it. Like <laughs> uh, Duncan, <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, but I'm um, but it was just, it's really sweet. Okay. So, um, after that we see Tom, he's flying to Canada to meet Alana lookalike, Lana and David lookalike. Um, this girl, I don't even know her name. I, I don't even know her name, but he's going, he met, her in, he met her in Milan and he's going to Canada to meet her because he thinks something really, really genuine can happen with them. And when he's in the airport, Oh my God, this scene kills me. He like turns around he's like, and he turns around and he's wearing a button up shirt with a bedazzled skull. A bedazzled skull. That's what I said. 
I was like, I was like, it's Tom. I, this is what I wrote. I go, he's wearing a blinged out skull button up at the airport. Looks like Tom Hardy bedazzled. I hate him. <laughs> I said that. Oh my God. Same wavelength. Anyways. Um, Remind you, lady. We got it. So he's just a douche. Like, I mean, yeah. whatever. If bedazzled skulls are your thing, I'm here to judge you. <laughs> we're both actually very hard I'm judging you we're having a terrible time we don't want to be your friend we don't want to hang out with you at a bar in the, fact I'll probably make fun of you if you see me just go the other way because it's not happening I have nothing pretty interest with you I don't like you I don't know how Darcy liked you I don't I don't even think they should have been on this season. They are just filler. They're just, oh, my God. oh here's what else I wanted to mention. Did you see the um, commercials in between um, this episode that were like Jesse finding love live? Yes. And he's I like taking a shower did. and he's in a towel and he's like, I'm interested in dating an American woman. I'm like, no American women are interested in dating you. Yeah, right. Well, apparently some of them are because he's getting people left and right that are messaging him being like, hey, what's up? You're so cute. I love you. And I'm just like, okay, but you didn't see how crazy this guy is. You didn't see the episode where like Darcy tossed her shoes just like generally in his direction. And he was like, she threw her Louis Vuittons at me. <laughs> I'm getting what's out of next? The knife? Like, what's next? Glass? I'm like, you were such a gaslighter, dude. And For you real, don't though. cut steak on a bias like Darcy's girls like. God damn it. She yeah. works in a restaurant. Just do it for her kids. Jessie, do it for Aniko and Aspen. God damn it. Oh my God, Jesse. How oh, hard, hard is it to be nice to some children? How hard is it to cut steak on a bias? Okay. That's the thing she was like, I, I worked at a steakhouse. I know better. And I was like, that's a legit reason. Like, okay. <laughs> that's I know. Reason. But that whole thing, I was like, dude, Darcy, calm down. Like, yeah. But he was like, being crazy. Who cares? Like, it's steak bites instead of whatever you're trying to fucking serve whatever now like just let the man do it I don't know like and I'm not saying (laughs) let the man do it like the woman knows but it's just like if he's trying to help out like just just let him do it right it's like one of those it's it's like one of those things when it's like my boyfriend tries to clean and he doesn't clean the way I want him to clean it's like I can't go back and be a bitch because he's like not clean. no I just basically go to the other room and I start frantically cleaning (laughs) yeah behind him Because I don't want him to stop cleaning in the future. (laughs) I mean, come on. Okay. So, um, oh, God. The next couple. Baby girl Lisa. And Usman. Usman. Okay. So this. Oh, my God. This starts off with she can't get. They can't get married. Because in Nigeria. I'm, I'm sure anywhere. You need a copy of your divorce decree to prove that you're not trying, trying to take a second person. Right, right. Like a polygamist. 
So she needs a copy of the divorce degree, but she's pissed off because Usman didn't tell her she needed this. But I'm like, girl, do your own research. Like, yeah, it's really not that hard. You can figure it out yourself, too. Right. And like common sense, like, duh, I'm pretty sure any country would require that. I can't imagine I'm not. Anyways, so she's calling. So we see her in, in the hotel room and she's calling to get this divorce decree. And she's a total a-hole. To the lady on the phone. The lady's name is Pam. Oh my God. She's Pam? so mad at Pam. And she's blaming this on Usman for not figuring things out before. And she's like, Pam puts her on hold for one second because she's like, Well, she was like, Can I get it? Can I get it through? Can I get this divorce decree through email? And Pam's like, Let me check real quick. I'm going to put you on hold. And, uh, Baby girl Lisa's like, well, isn't she just a peach to talk to? Okay, and I'm so, like, girl, just don't really blame Pam. I completely agree with that because I said the same thing. I was like, wow, she's being kind of a bitch to, to this girl on the phone, which is ridiculous because like, I understand where this you, girl's frustration is coming from. If you, it's always like you get more bees with honey. Like, right. If, just be nice. Be right. Sweet. Like you are. Pam is in charge of whether you're getting married or not. So be nice to Pam and don't be such a B to Pam. Uh, Our friend Jack is saying he had one job, though, and he got caught slipping, which is true. She did say before he left or before she left to come there that he had to, like, figure out what she needed to bring. Okay, Jack. Can I just say that the guy's rapper name is Soldier Boy? So he's not big on research. And his friend's name is Abba. Like, you guys should really consider, like, they, checking they're in not, on other they're names. They're not huge on the research. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, Pam um, comes back on the line and she tells baby girl Lisa, I can email the divorce decree. And then, oh, my gosh, BGL and Usman start, like, making out like teenagers. So gross. Um, so then they go to dinner to like kind of celebrate because they're, they're actually getting married the next day, supposedly like all of Usman's family is supposed to come there and they're supposed to, um, get married. And, but in between the time that from the hotel to the dinner, baby girl Lisa found some messages (laughs) on Usman's phone from another girl. And she's been following this girl for months. And no, no, don't do that. And she thinks this girl is just a a hoe. And she's she is mad. Like she is straight up PO'd, yells at him, makes a scene, and he's like, Well, he's like, Well, I say that I love you to to my friends all the time. And I call my friends baby all the time. And that's just normal. Like I'm a rapper, like get used to it. This is what I do. I don't know if I could get used to that. I don't think I could get used to it either. I say, I love you. And I call my friends like babe or babe or honey or like baby, whatever. I say, I love you to my friends, but those are people that I know very well. This is like somebody that he just met like on Instagram or something. And is calling her baby and saying, I love you and stuff like it's very not the same as having like a good friend 
Well, then apparently she was saying something in her messages about him being with like a white woman and like Mm -hmm. all this other stuff. So like, okay, yeah, I can see why she would be like, yeah, that's shady. Um, but at the same time, she's like, I've been following this girl for months. I see that she like likes your posts and stuff. So why didn't you bring this up before? Like the day before you got married? Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, who's this chick? But she gets really upset about somebody just like leaving a comment on his Instagram of like heart eyes, you know, and like she gets so like worked up over anybody that is showing any kind of interest in her, her man, you know? Yeah. I'm just so not a fan of her. I'm really Mm -hmm. not that big of a fan of him. I just don't. I'm just not storyline it's just like I said it's just Matt Gal and Angela all over again um but it's it's really funny because um what she says to him is ask you and the little boat you got and I'm like what does that mean the little boat you got (laughs) what is that can you expand (laughs) on what that exactly means I'm curious what kind of boat are you talking about is he boating in a kayak? I mean, right. What is he boating with? Does he have like a yacht? Like I need more information. Yacht. What is his little boat? Is it a dinghy? <laughs> Get off my dinghy. Get off my dinghy. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is a couple I actually think is a real couple, Avery and Ash. Love them. Um, so the scene opens <laughs> the scene opens up. So Avery is back. Um, she just had um, dinner with uh, Ash's, or I don't even know dinner, drinks with Ash's ex-wife, Sian. And she found out basically two things. One, Sian is not necessarily cool with the fact of bringing Taj to America. Uh, and two, that they just got divorced a year ago. when he was very different. When he said they had been divorced for, like, much longer. So, um, Ash comes, like, out of the shower with a towel wrapped around him. And I said, Ash, put your shirt back on. (laughs) Um, They're about to go meet Taj, Ash's son. Um, And this is where Avery confronts him about everything that happened with her and Sian at the the wine meet. so she's like, your your ex wife's not really necessarily cool with you bringing Taj back to America. Like she has right. concerns about that, which rightfully so. He's like nine or ten years old. I can't imagine any parent being like, "Yeah, take my child that lives with me primarily halfway to another country to live right, with, like to live permanently, right." Like, yeah, we might have some visits over a summer, but to live like mostly with you guys, like, no, I, I, and, and that seemed to be what Sian was saying was like, yeah, I'm not really cool with that. Um, so Ash says that he was just trying to be positive. Um, and Avery was he like, knew that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And Avery's like, well, you need to be real. 
And yeah. that, that's the whole problem that I see with them all the time is like Avery just wants the truth about things and like wants him to stop like sugarcoating like BS and just like be real and tell me like really what's going on. But like, I feel like Ash is just like so scared about what her reaction is going to be or right. going to like drive her away in some way. And so he just like continually lies to her, but I'm like, dude, when are you going to wake up and realize that all she wants is the truth from you? And like, you're supposed to be a relationship coach. You're supposed to understand that relationships should be based off of being honest with each other and open communication. Right. And then you're the one that's like hiding stuff from her and giving her like, not necessarily lying, but like omitting the truth or giving like half truths. And it's like, that's still lying, you know, it's like you're still not really telling her yeah. what's, what's going to happen. And if, if this girl is going to like move you to America so you guys can have a life together, she needs to know if that's actually a viable thing to happen. Right. And if I would have, if I was her and I knew all of what he said after that, or all of everything that was happening with his relationship with his ex, I would probably have never gone to visit him. You know what I mean? It would have never even been an issue. I mean, but here's the thing is that I feel like Avery handled that like really maturely. And she was like, sure did. she was like, um, okay, well, why don't you do three months of a t- at a time in America? And then you spend like the majority of your time here. And Ash was like, yeah, that's a really good solution. But see how easy that was. So, like, you're not breaking trust. You're just saying, like, hey, my kid's still young. Probably not a good idea that I move away. We need to figure out something else until he gets a bit older. On top of that, she had said to him that your wife, your ex-wife told me that you guys hadn't, like, had just recently been divorced. And she said, everything that you said to me just now was the same thing that he said, that she said. Right. And, therefore, and so I believe told you. me that right. I would have responded the same way. Right. And it's totally true what she's saying. It's like, it, right. you can't just go around like lying about stuff and expect things to not blow up in your face when you find out the truth and you let her go alone to visit your ex and talk to them about that, knowing she was going to bring that up. Yeah. And you know? the thing with Ash is like, I don't like, yes, he's a, like his whole seminar was awful. And like, yeah, I have like some major issues with who he is as a person, but like, I don't think he was lying to Avery to like hurt her or like, or like be malice or to like, like cover up anything. Like, I think he was like really just trying to sugarcoat it because he was just, trying to make like a fairy tale or like he was just trying to like just keep her in his life. He wanted to keep her feeling comfortable. Yeah, like positive. Exactly. Positive, comfortable, making sure that things are still rolling in the right direction. But it blew up in his face. It did. And like if you're really like if you're really like looking into this, like it's really selfish. You know, she spent all this money, or TLC did, 
for her to go out there and like, you know, gave up time with her kids to go out there and like has been invested in this relationship. And basically she just found out from your ex-wife that like, that's really not going to, that's really not going to happen. It's not a viable option. Right. Like it's not going to happen. Right. Right. Unless he wants to move without his son, which for him, that's not a viable option either. That's not a viable option. And even Avery said, like, he's so young, young and they have such a great relationship that I wouldn't even want to take. Yeah, she wouldn't want to like be the reason that this kid's dad goes away. Like, I wouldn't even want to like. Do and that. that's how you know that Avery is a genuinely good person. Good person, right? Not trying to right. step in between the relationship that sh- that he has with his son. I really like Avery. I love Avery. I, I really love Avery. Like Avery. I don't really like Ash. I I'm sorry, but he looks like he's like shocked constantly. <laughs> like his eyes are really big, and it's great. And I know that like I have lots of friends that are like he's so hot, and I'm just like no, not my type. <laughs> If you ever see this for any reason, I'm sorry. I just I'm don't. Sorry, just not into <laughs> it. Just not into it. Sorry, oh my God. Anyways, so the next is Yolanda and Williams, and I literally wrote blah couple blah over the storyline. Throwaway couple. They were they were a throwaway couple from the so beginning. You can talk about them because you like them more than I do, but I'm well, over it. I hate them. I'm I'm I don't hate I I sorry, back it up. I don't hate Yolanda. I just hate the storyline. I think let it's me just like so say boring. this. Um I thought it was interesting at first just because I think that people being aware of like scams out there and like the types of things that Dude, people- there's a whole show on Netflix called Catfish. Well, yeah, on MTV, there's Catfish, and I totally understand that, but I'm saying that, like, I like seeing stuff like that just because it kind of, like, gives, like, on the other perspective of somebody who is going through that and how invested they actually become in that, where they're like, no, it doesn't matter how much shit you put in front of me showing that this person is fake. I am always going to think that they're real. So I liked that just because I was like, yeah, bring some light to these people that are doing this thing and like how invested people get and how like much they like honestly believe that these are real people. I mean, I watch the Dr. Phil shows that are just about the same thing. You know what I mean? Like I like, I love Dr. Phil. I fucking love Dr. Phil. You used to love Dr. Phil before the pandemic, but, um, so the one thing that I can agree, agree with you on is that I really do believe that these people form real emotional connections. Exactly. And I think that that is hard to overcome. Even when confronted with facts, you, you, in Yolanda's case, like she feels like she really fell in love with this person. And I can understand her being like WTF, like, what just happened to me? And I don't that. think that it needed to be spread out in an entire series. We could have Hell done that. No, no. I mean, like, no. I, I don't love them because I think that it's like the best TV or I think it's the most interesting, but I loved it because I was like, yeah, these people become seriously emotionally invested. Right. And, you know, like, I really liked that her daughter was showing her how to like reverse image search and how to figure out whether or not somebody. Dude, her kids, that is the sweetest part. Like her relationship with her kids is so cute. And I love her kids for loving her as much as they do. And like 
vice versa. Like their relationship is super cute. I appreciate that. Like they have their mom's back, but I'm just over the storyline. I'm so over the storyline. Same. Um, Boom. Done. Yeah. Let's move on to big ad and Rose. So Rose leaves. (laughs) So Rose leaves after their, their fight with, uh, and that fight was based on the fact that he told her like, I don't want to have any more children. And she was like, that's all I've wanted. Like uh-huh. I've endured insult after insult after insult. And all I wanted was children. And so he says he doesn't want children. And she's like, you're a bad person. She ends up completely leaving the hotel. Uh, much too big Ed's chagrin because he doesn't realize she left the hotel. He's sitting down by the pool and he's like, I'm just going to give her a minute or two to cool off, blah, blah, blah. He goes up to the hotel room and realizes everything has been packed up. She's gone. She's She's gone. gone. She left the hotel. And uh, maybe you want to talk about. Good for her. Maybe you want to talk about Big Ed's reaction to that. Okay. So Big Ed. I loved what you wrote down, though. Like, we were talking about this earlier. Oh, okay. She said that it seemed like he was trying to blow up a fake balloon or something. Like, he's like. <sighs> <laughs> he's crying. Okay, so, you know what? Big Ed, you're good TV. You're good TV. And I appreciate you for that. <laughs> but also, you're kind of a dick, yo. Like you, you have a hard, a hard no from me. I, I, you lied from the fucking beginning, from the very beginning about how tall you are, what you look like, what's going on. Like you lied about whether or not you wanted kids. You lied about, you know, just saying all this stuff that makes me go like, I am so happy that Rosemary is gone. That she not, took off. But not on only it. did he lie, but he insulted her in constantly. He said she had bad breath. He asked her to like shave her legs. Shave her legs. Yeah, like there's cultural differences, and you have to know that that's a real thing. Like he was complaining about her thread count on her bed. Ask her about her bath off camera, please. Like that is like the biggest slap in the face. Like, are you kidding me? Any culture, like just ask them about their breath off camera. Yeah. Why bring that into it? Why is your breath so gnarly? (laughs) Off camera. Anyways, okay. Oh my god. So Ed cries, he blows balloons. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I said John. no one to blame but yourself, bud. I don't feel sorry for him at all. He said in the end he got nothing. He's selfish, almost seems incapable of putting himself in someone else's shoes. And he goes back to San Diego. And that's the thing too, is like this whole time, he doesn't take any accountability, like, for his actions. He's like, I got nothing. I gave up everything to go over there and to see her. And, like, it's like, dude, do you not, are you not self-aware at all? Like, about what has. you put. He never has been. About what you put this woman through. About what you put your daughter through when your daughter was like, hey, bad idea. Like, I am curious to see what Rose has to say about all that too, because after she left, I assume that's probably like the ending to that storyline. 
And I would like to know what she has to say about that because seriously, yeah. he was insulting and he was rude and he was inconsiderate and it, it was, was a constant, it was a constant cringe fest the entire time, the entire season. He was awful. He was awful. He was awful. I agree. Okay. So let's speed this up a little bit because we got two more couples to go through. So let's do um, Stephanie and Erica are the next one. So um, another let, throwaway couple at that point. Know, like they're awful. So. Stephanie broke up with Erica because she found out Erica had like this 10 year relationship that she never knew about. She gets super mad. She throws her out of the hotel and she's like, get the fuck out of here. And, um, so this is like, this all happens like the day before Stephanie's supposed to leave. Um, so she ends up texting Erica after this huge blowout fight to see if she wants to meet up just one last time before Stephanie has to head back to the States. Um, And Erica agrees to meet up with her. So meet up together and Stephanie apologizes and says, you know, I have a lot of insecurities and I have a lot of jealousies. And Erica's like, "Uh, maybe you should have worked that shit out before you You don't say to meet somebody. She's like, because now I'm left with having to explain to all my, um, relatives and all my friends and family that 24 hours ago I was introducing you as my girlfriend and coming out of the coming out to my parents and coming out of the closet yeah so and now we're broken up right so Erica really was just not having any of Stephanie's apologies she was just and I think she shouldn't have and 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 in the interview too like they're sitting next to each other and Erica was just like I'm over this like I'm over this like I I'm so done with this. Like I, I've just tried so many times with you and you're just awful. 90% of their time spent together was Was fighting, apologizing to Erica over something. Yes. And it was so ridiculous. It was so stupid. And I'm deserves so much better. Erica, if you ever watch this girl, you're gorgeous. Yeah, you have a Erica does. great personality, great sense of fashion. Yeah, Erica just seems like super bubbling and fun, and like I hope she like, has like like let live girlfriend. in the moment kind of deal. And like I don't know, Stephanie has just like a ton of red flags, like with control issues and a million. I feel bad for her. Like she needs to be in therapy or something. I don't know, but it it just wasn't good. So, um. That's how it basically laughed off was like Erica just walked away and Stephanie was heading back to America. And right. Erica was like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm totally done with this. So let's talk about the final couple. Oh my God. David and Lana. Surprise. Lana's real. <laughs> um, definitely thought that was a catfish all along. Um Same. So she says she's 27 and I wrote side eye. (laughs) I thought the same thing too. Actually, my friends that were over here, we were talking about the same thing. Like we were saying, it does not seem like she's 27. We say like 34, but if she's 27, she's 27. Sorry. She She looks, she looks a bit older than 27, but anyways, um, they showed David's awkward photographs from 20 years ago pre toupee which i was already telling you about with chrissy Teigen. um 
so when they actually find when the producers actually start interviewing Lana, she like awkwardly won't answer certain questions and just like stares into the camera like this. And um, so she admits that she wants to visit America, the country of opportunities, and that she really likes that David lives in Las Vegas. Um, she's She says that she has met men from the website before, but one of the questions she won't answer is what type of relationship, relationship she had with the men on the website before. That's one right. of the ones where she stares blankly at the producers like this. She also doesn't answer when they ask her how much money David has sent her. Oh, yeah. And he claims it's like over $100,000. No. Well, he... Okay. So in the thing that I watched, he said that he had spent $300,000 in uh, messages and stuff on the, the app or on the website that she doesn't get any money for. Okay. Okay. Girl gets money for that. On top of Girl that. gets money for that. Right. On top of that, he said that he's only sent her between like three and $5,000 worth of gifts. Um, I don't know if that's cash or if that's like iPhones that's for what, or, a seven or whatever, but time. that's what he says. So, so it's pretty interesting though. She says that she's never lied to David about a reason why she couldn't meet up previously she decides to meet up with him because she thinks he might be her soulmate. The meetup is super awkward. He's like hugging her and he's like, mm. her hands are at mm. her sides the entire mm. time. Yeah. And her hands are like down by the sides. And like, it just, it is it's the most awkward. awkward, weird, predatory, <laughs> weird thing I've ever seen on TLC. But um, she's real. She's real. But spoiler, spoiler alert, in case any of you want to know, is that they're supposedly not together at the moment. So I'm not sure about what's happening right now. I will say on the uh, 10 hour thing that I watched, they said that they were engaged, uh, but he hadn't speak, spoken to her in like six days. So that yeah. like flip flops. Uh, we'll get into that on that episode, but damn, like, okay, so we totally misread how many episodes there were before the reunion. So there's a whole nother episode even before the reunion, which I'm like, that's insane because I feel like we can, I know, like, how can we have not wrapped this up by now? But anyways, there's a whole nother episode. So we'll be watching that and covering it next week. And also we were supposed to cover dead to me season two episodes one and two tonight, but we both watched it and decided, you know, not that much happens in those episodes. So let's just binge the whole thing and binge it all and just dedicate an episode to talking about that. Yeah. So that's why we didn't cover dead to me tonight. We're in quarantine. You have plenty of time. Go get on Netflix. Watch, watch all it. of season two. We're going to talk about it because it's really good. It's really worth your time. Also, if there are any series you want us to check out, you want us to cover, please, please, please let us know in the comments. Whether um, it's trashy or trending, we will watch either anything. one. We're, or true crime. We love true crime. True crime. Love it. Um, also, we just started a Facebook page, so you'll be seeing that soon. 
and Come we'll, follow us. Oh, we'll post those Chrissy Teigen pictures in there. Yeah, we're going to post those. We're going to post some super doctored uh, images of Darcy. Can't wait. (laughs) Come look at our trash with us. We love garbage. We love garbage. (laughs) And we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Bye.